This one's been in the works for a while. I gave my good friend Michael Govier some lyrics to do a theme song for me. And man, did he knock it out of the park. Thanks, Mike. Enjoy. And enjoy the episode. Also, one more note. Um, near the end of the episode, we talk about Dominic Smith being drafted in a recent draft champions draft. And I mentioned that he was picked at pick 286. That is incorrect. It was 186. That is what I meant. Enjoy the episode. Singer 
Welcome to the Draft Champions Podcast. I am here with MJ Govier of the Enrico Palazzo. Two L's, two Z's. Give me two. <laughs> That's me. No, give me two. Give me two, Utah. Give me two. That's right. It's a pleasure to be aboard. Thanks so much for having me, man. It's, uh, it's always fun. I think I got it. I think this, will this work? Let's try this. Utah, give me two. Can you hear that? Of course. I can, I can, oh, cool. I can right. hear that. It, it's great because um, what I sacrifice in my own uh, sound quality, because I don't have a microphone, it's just a webcam. It, it now picks up anything that I want to um, any, any, any sort of sound. So any sound on your end or any sound on my end that I'm playing out of my computer. So I can actually do something too. I can start playing. Hell yeah. I can start playing on YouTube. So <laughs> I already said where you can, where they can, where um, all the listeners can find you on Twitter, MJ Gobier and uh, the Enrico Palazzo pod. I don't know if um, I don't have it memorized what the, what the handle is for that. Is it Plaza Pod? How, how dare you? Yes. Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Plaza Podcast. It could have been Plaza Pod. That would have been a little shorter, but I don't know. I like the sound of Plaza Podcast. Uh, I like it too. It's a good call. A good call on that. Now, I just want to. Um... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait. Also, we're part of the Rota Fanatic Podcast Network too. So go to rotafanatic.com and check out the great work being done by some people that deserve to be mentioned, like Dave Funnel. Dave Funnel at uh, Sports Nuts on Twitter. He's a great follow. He was seventh overall in TGFBI last year. So that's a guy that we're really proud of at Rota Fanatic. So read his week that was that comes out every Monday and tells you about everything that happened the week before. Plus, it gives you like quality nuggets of data, not just like surface bull crap. <laughs> there it is. See, I'm getting, I'm getting, oh, you can, Dude, you, I, I probably could just ask you to do that. Yeah, I could do that right now. Perfect. That, was, that would have been way easier. That would have been way easier. Instead it was of so going, thoughtful of you to do it. So that makes me I know, feel it's, happy. It's man. a thought that counts. It's not, it's not so much the execution of the, of the gift or the um, sentiment, but it's the thought. What about you though, dude? You've been going apeshit with the uh, news and like talking to beat writers and people that know in the cities of the teams. I think that's a really cool idea what you're doing. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of, there's a lot of podcasts out there right now. So you gotta, like, I'm trying to think of something different because at first, like it was different and now there's just so much out there and it's all great, like great stuff that, that's going out there. But I just want to, I don't always want to, I want to just, I want to give um, the people that listen something that's different. And, um, and I think the news and the beat writers is a, is a new thing that that's something that would be, that would be helpful to people in deeper leagues and leagues that I, the people that play in the leagues, like uh, leagues I play in. So. Oh yeah. No doubt about it, dude. I think it's cool. 
Thanks. Appreciate it. Now you, you've been killing it. You've had amazing guests. Um, like, like Vlad Settler. I think I'd probably listen to anything that he goes on. Even, even your podcast, like two a day, you're doing two a days. It's like, I want to do, I want to do gym two times a day. I'm going to go to the gym two times a day and you just, you're doing podcasts two times a day. That's even more difficult. So, and, and it's, it's, been really, it's been really good quality. And I've listened to not I, I'll admit, I haven't listened to all of them because there's a lot of them, but I've listened to, I'd say 80% of them, which is pretty good. Hell yeah, my man. I appreciate any, anybody who takes five minutes just to listen to the damn podcast. It does mean something. I think it's, it's almost hard to kind of wrap your head around the fact that people listen to things that I put out, you know, or does it blow your mind sometimes? You're like, wow, people actually listen to my podcast. I'm sure yeah. you say that to yourself. It's kind of fucked up. It is. It's a bizarre world, yeah. but I am I am grateful. I never want to be cocky about it. And people might think I'm full of shit and be like, oh dude, you're just you're just playing the game and you're not genuine. And I, one thing I'll always be as honest and genuine and crystal clear about my intentions. And I will always hang my head on that. So say what you will. Poor draft picks, uh, bad analysis, fine. But I'm always going to be those three things. That is great. And I, I, and I believe that, that that rings true to you, your whole persona. Thank you. Yeah, um, but people love Vlad, by the way. I learned that after having him on. It was uh, ten, nine days ago, eight days ago, he came on the show. And man, yeah, people love Vlad Sedler because he knows his shit. And he's funny. He's entertaining. He knows movies. He lives out in LA. It's all glamorous. So clearly uh, having Vlad on the show was one of the best things we've ever done so far. And I want to thank Vlad. Shout out to him for, uh, you know, coming on the show and giving us a little bit of a, a bump. Well, yeah, it's probably been like one of the best eight days of my life after he's been on the show. Just remembering that podcast. Yes. But, but in all, <laughs> in all, he's that no, cool. No, no, seriously. Vlad's like, he's a really nice guy and he's really smart and he's really and he's really good at fantasy baseball. So um, yeah, he'll engage with you. It doesn't matter who you are. He's always looking for like people on the come people that are up and comers, new people on the scene that have talent or have any type of ability related to fantasy baseball analysis, maybe a, a good tip on a player. He's really an open kind of dude. And I like that despite his prowess and his accolades and many years of success that he still seems to be like the same dude. That's very cool. The, th- the thing, the thing with him is um, not to, not to keep um, sucking his dick right now, but. Um, oh, 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 oh. That's, <laughs> I wish people could see the video. Michael, right? Michael Govier is an excellent mime. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, you that, know was, that was great miming. If uh, I know no one can see that, but that was, uh, if you, if you can imagine what's going on, he was, doing an excellent, almost too good job. It's better if you imagine it in your mind now. What Just I was going to say. Close your eyes and everybody imagine it. It's, it's, um, it's one, like, it's one thing to, for people to like you and another thing for people to respect you. You can respect someone you don't like them, but I think Vlad's a guy that I think everyone respects and everyone likes him as a good guy. So I think that's, um, and that's why people want to listen to him, I think. And he's one of the guys that I listen to on all the shows. So anyways, like I said, well said. Enough, enough about, um, enough sucking dick right now. But, Nothing wrong with sucking dick, but yeah, we got things to do. So. And yeah, it, metaphorically speaking, of it's, course, it's, yeah, it's a you know, whatever. Um, so speaking of um, sucking dick, um, your your um, your podcast is amazing, and um, <laughs> and you have the worst have, segue in the history of podcasting. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and um, you actually have a listener league, actually um, thrice. A listener league thrice. Well, come on, dude. You know I'm just copying your style. That's all it is. That's fine. We literally copied the 
blueprint that you laid out with the draft champions podcast well, which is fine you, so. not only did you copy it you one-upped it by making an overall composite yeah okay and all right well i want to make it somewhat different is the best form of flattery imitation that's right that's a form of flattery so i'm glad you see it that way not that i invented a listener league because i've copied it from someone else but anyways i'm in your second league and we are actually when i say we i am on the clock right now and i i met in, we're in the third round i started with uh garrett cole pick number seven and then i followed up followed that up with bobichette and i'm looking at the key right now and ooh, you know what i was looking at Corey seager uh, double so you shot. got you got cole and bichette are you are you looking for a type of position here or are you just looking the best player on the board regardless mm, well no I, I i'm looking for the best player but i'm also cognizant that there is scarcity in certain stats and positions like average stolen bases and starting pitching. Mm -hmm. So um, although perhaps Seager is the best player or Alloy is the best player who's available right now, I'm not going to take Alloy because he doesn't give me the scarce categories that I'm looking for in this round. Yeah. And I think he's, I think why take him now? And when you can take like Springer or Rosarena or, Ozuna later on, and then it probably probably the next round. Eugenio Suarez. I mean, what's yeah. the difference between Eugenio Suarez and Eloy Jimenez? Is batting average going to be that different? Mm, probably. <laughs> you think so? Okay, so yeah. that's where we disagree then, because I, I don't see that necessarily. I need him to show me that he can hit for a higher average, because that's the missing link with Eloy. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Like last year, I said he could, like his ceiling could be like that of JD Martinez. Like I could see him at JD. I, I could see him evolving into a JD Martinez, what he was. And he actually did that last year, but in a small sample size. I don't, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know if that average, is, I don't know if that, if that average is like a 300 average going yep. forward, then yeah. But um, I don't know. Um, I think his skill set is something that you can find later. So I am going to do a, pi- a pairing that I haven't usually done, which is Zach Galen and Garrett Cole oh. and Bobichette. So I will do that. Well done, man. I like it. I wasn't really expecting him to be there. I was really um, going to take Seager, but I always I already have Bichette, and I have a, I have a lot of uh, teams where I've paired shortstops maybe twice or three times early on just because I think shortstop's a scarce position, but I'll mix it up a bit and go Gallon. I like Gallon. Who are the other uh, SPs still on the board? I assume Maeda, Snell, uh, Glasnow. Let's, let's take a look here. We had Maeda, Snell, Glasnow, top of the board, Lynn, <laughs> yeah. Burns, Plezak. Yep. Usual. I should have the shit down by now. I mean, we've been drafting for a couple months. So. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. The, the usual suspects. I'm on the dra- I'm on the uh, clock in another league. It's my it's my listener league. Um, so oh. they can wait. Which I'm a part of. Which league am I in? This is the this is the second one. Oh, okay. Or the I'm third? No, no, it's the third. It's actually the third one. By the way, the Palazzo League number three is currently taking entries. We're trying to fill the third league to make it equal to Zach's wonderful listener league. How long have we been, we've been recording for about 10 minutes? Yeah, people have stopped listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that right at the beginning. Poor hosting. I'm not hosting. You're the host. I don't I know. know. It's weird. That's, that's, why, it's poor, that's why it's poor hosting. When, I, when I'm talking to you on your show, then it will be great hosting. So yeah, when you brought it up, though, I should have said something. So I'll take the blame and let's just move on. Okay. We're too nice. Um, <laughs> we're too good together. Um, Maybe. Palazzo Listener League Podcast Bracket by Chris, Chris Baseball Pods. Oh, we're in the same bracket. second annual second annual podcast bracket. We are in the bracket. I'm in the same bracket and the same side as you. You're playing off against nasty cast and I'm against open bar. And I've already, 
um, started the, some dirty warfare against Open Bar. I don't know if you saw that, but I <laughs> no, what did you I, do? I dug up an old tweet of theirs and um, just sort of like it, sort of just same way as same way as a presidential race. Presidential race, you dig up old dirty information, and I found a, a tweet from ten days ago, and um, okay. so it wasn't that old. And it was a it was a tweet where he had drafted Patrick Corbin. So I said, oh. "Do you really want?" to to crown a winner of this podcast bracket and you want your kids to have a you want your kids to have a winner of the pot of this podcast bracket who drafted patrick corbin so i said please don't vote recklessly <laughs> so that's it like if you are uh, if you so happen to win your bracket and and i win mine which i probably won't because i lost last year and i Do you remember what seed you were no i don't yeah i think we were a 13 seed last year it was our we had just started the pod three months prior, because it was in April, I believe. And it all started because of COVID. And we had this gap, and Chris from Baseball Pods, who is one of the – I'm not just saying this because created the podcast bracket. He's a great dude. His website, baseballpods.com, has actual content with articles and shit, and he knows the game. He's a he's a big-time, like, high-stakes player, I would say. I don't know, like, super stakes, but he's as well-versed as anybody around. So it started out of the fact that we had an empty hole with COVID, and now here we are in year two, and it's taking on a – a life of its own. I was the eighth seed, and I lost to a. Oh, nine. you were an eight seed last year, dude. Yeah. Nice. Especially hey, are you going to come up to uh, you going to come up to Toronto area ever? Like I know you said she's in Windsor. Dude, as soon as this fucking nightmare ends, I guarantee it. We, I've actually never had a quality time in Toronto. So you guys, yo, you show me the town, man. Let's I make will. it happen. If, I, if, that's if a promise, right here, right now. It's a promise. I will take you uh, to a J game on me. Yes, and your girlfriend. I love that. I'll invite, yes. I'll invite my wife and then if you want and then or you can do it oh she would day. love that leanne loves everybody she loves okay. she spends a lot of time in toronto when business is booming because she I runs will take, I will, if, you, if you're in toronto i'll take you to a game i'm, I'm about an hour away from toronto well, I'm, if i'm going to go to toronto it'll be because i'm coming to see you so yes we're okay, making perfect, that happen perfect. right here right now lock it in perfect perfect now we you got that out of, out of the way podcast oh, yeah. bracket what do you think about okay. it do you have any thoughts on on our bracket um you said you, you said you wanted that you had something to talk about well, look, we're going up against the Nasty Cast. It's a uh, podcast that I've been on twice. It's Ooh. one of the only other podcasts I can think of besides yours where I've been invited on and they want to talk to me. So, like, more than once. <laughs> I love Van. Van Lee's one of my personal favorite people in the game, in the biz. Like Between you and Van and a couple other people, they're about as good as they come. And... It just seems weird that we got matched up with them because of all the podcasts we could have got matched up with. Like it could have been almost literally any other podcast besides like yours and the nasty cast that it would have been like, Oh, I don't really know these guys as well. It'll be interesting to get to know them, but like I'm intimately familiar with them. So it's just, you know, if, maybe, if they would have asked deliberate. me, I would have told Yancy them. and Chris, maybe had uh, maybe they were being mad scientists and they're I think they, they wanted to match certain people up with certain people. I see what you're saying. I can see that angle too, but. Not not like, I think I think there was some there was some thought put into it probably, but I'm not saying. Oh it was, sure, it was, it was I'm, I thought. No, they definitely put in their time. I mean, no, Yancey contributed this year as like a uh, assistant to help with the seating because he knows a lot of pods. So I have no ill will against Chris and Yancey. I love both of those guys. That's clear as day. I'm just saying, me and Van are not the kind of guys to like whip our dicks out and start measuring. You know, get the tape measure out. This is not our thing so much. I like to compete. I really do, but this one just doesn't feel. I don't, I don't feel that, that, uh, desire to like kick ass and take names. I, I would rather 
my focus be on lifting up the pods that are lesser known in the overall bracket. And I think that's going to be my focus, to be honest with you, Zach, not to take away the dream of us possibly meeting up in the uh, Sweet 16 or whatever the hell it would be, the lead, lead eight. I just, I just think I would rather give my hype abilities to these podcasts we don't know about, just like I was last year with Enrico Palazzo. We were new on the scene. Nobody knew who we were, and it was a really fun experience. I can only imagine what it's like for some first-time pods that are in the bracket this year. Yeah, I, I would love for Open Bar to win, actually. I say that sincerely. I love open bar. Those guys are great. Cause they, yeah, like I'd rather have the underdog that uh, have a chance against um, in this league or commission's office. Yes. I or in look, I love to compete, dude. I love to get it on. I love to throw down. That's why I play fantasy baseball. It's not just the money. I like the competition. I love sports. I love the spirit of competition. I just, this thing is, if you take it too seriously, I think you're going to just, Fuck your mind up. It's just gonna, <laughs> it's just gonna no, make you something you that you don't want to be. You really, you really, you really can't. It was, oh, um, by the way, uh, Mike the Mouth will be on the Palazzo podcast Tuesday night. So oh. we are going head to head for the first time. I've never really engaged with Mike on a I podcast will, before. So you will love it. You'll enjoy yourself. Cool. Mike, I, is, Mike will be, you'll have fun. I want to find out for myself. You know, people make assumptions and they make these opinions about people. I don't know him, so I'm going to find out for myself. I never assume anything about people until I get to know them from personal experience. So Mike's a funny guy. He's also a nice guy behind uh, behind the scenes. So yeah, he, I he talked to him he on the does, phone. He does a reputation. He does he does rub people the wrong way, but he's also he's ultimately a nice guy with a good heart. So who do you think is going to win this thing overall? Like honestly, um, I think you're going to win. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I, 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 I honestly, I think like if, if everyone had odds based on their seating, I would bet on you. Oh, because you would like the odds as like a 12 yeah, like the, one, Obviously, I'm not, not going to put money straight. You straight up against like the sleeper of the boss. Dude, we're going up against Bubba and Batflip in round two. We're done. If we make it to round two. I don't know, man. Like if anyone's going to take Those guys are huge. Two, I know. I love Bubba and Batflip. So do I. I just had him on the show the other day and I love talking to them. So I know they're going to take us down because they just have a bigger following. And that, that's what it's about, right? It's about who's more well-known at the time. When you talk about the overall winners. Yeah. Well, I know I would that's, not. Yeah. yeah that's, I'm not, I know I would not have a chance against them. So I hope. Right. You're going to, you're going to take out open bar. Because I don't know. You're, on a, you're on a roll right now. I mean, I love open bar, but. You're, you've been so out there and so active right now, and you've had the podcast leagues, and you've been doing uh, the Battle of the Podcast, which is a whole other thing in itself, which got a lot of exposure. So it's just the right time for you right now. It's no offense to Tony and the guys at Open Bar. Love you guys, but Draft Champagne's moving on, and then you're probably taking on ITL, which is a huge challenge uh, yeah. because they might actually be a dark horse to win this whole thing. I wouldn't, I'm, not, I'm not counting my uh, chickens at all at any point in time. I don't even know those guys. Like, I don't, I feel like I know almost everybody in fantasy baseball now, but I still have no idea. I don't know anything about Welsh and Bogman. I mean, I know their names and I've listened to their pod, but I I, what I do know guys. is they are in Arizona and they can't play NFBC, so that sort of limits them in our oh, sort of what we're doing. Any any money? So I, bogus. I asked um, Bogman to be in the the podcast league both years, and he, he's like, "Fuck, I can't um, because um, they, they can't gamble." Yeah, I had four people. I'm not kidding. Four people. They were like, dude, I want to play, but I can't get in. Uh, we had Carlos Marcano, who right. lives in Puerto Rico. Apparently, he can't play in Puerto Rico. And then everybody else was in Washington. It was just so Washington weird. Washington is a no-go, too? 
Yeah, man, it sucks. I felt bad for a shout out to my guy, Mike Richards, a prospect guru at rotofanatic.com. I'm so sorry you can't be in the league, Mike. And uh, I wish I could do something, but there's nothing can be done. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Battle of the shouts. Yeah. All right, all right. So let's talk some baseball. Oh, that's it? You still didn't give me an overall winner. I want to pick. Oh, Come on. I, didn't I say you? Yeah, that's dumb, though. Give me a real pick. Come on. Give me somebody right. who Let you really see. think will win it. Okay. Me, I'm going to I'm gonna give you my shot, and then you can go. I think the pod that will win this thing because of time, situation, circumstance, the way everything's going right now, I really think that triple play as a four seed is like a really – special pod that could make this happen. I really do. I, I actually think they could win this and that's going to be my pick. I'm going to, if we're, if we're excluding the top three seeds, hands down, I think triple play is the favorite to pull this off. I don't know. He's got to get through. He's got to get through us though. No, I know. I know. I, 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 you see that they seem like a really good pod. I, I don't, I think that's a good call. Dude, it's a great call. I, I actually love it. And the more I'm saying it, the more it makes sense to me. He, he might have to go against Ariel Cohn in round two against Beat the Shift, unless there's an upset from Prospect Toolshed, which I very well think there would be. You, you know, the 512s are classic for upsets in March yeah, Madness. Yeah, I'm just looking and, right now. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disengaged. I'm looking at my phone. I'm looking at the bracket here. Yeah. CBS, CBS is there too as the number one speed in our. Are you, are you asking just out of our bracket who's going to come out? I'm asking for the big, the overall, the enchilada, the big cheese. Well, if we face off against triple play, I think I'm gonna have to do some uh, some some gym videos to face off against that guy. So you can outlift each other online. <laughs> I saw that. How about that? Fucking yeah. Mendy. Yeah. Um, Bubba, I don't know. Bubba Baffles. I can't bet against them. Sorry. Yeah, like, I like, like I like that Mendy guy. He's he probably like he's doing good work. I see, I, I, I hear you on that, and it's a good pick. I just can't go against Bubba Batflip out of our podcast, except um, I, I, don't, I, can't, I can't see it. I can't see them beating Bubba Batflip. Oh, I hear you. That makes sense to me. I understand. I support your decision, and I respect it. See, now I'm actually getting caught up in the competition all of this, and I don't want to make all these picks, and that's not what I wanted to do in the first place. I also said I would love to write a song. I want to write the one shining moment like they have for Mars Fandis. I want to write the one shining moment for this bracket. So I'm hoping I, I can pull that off. Bracket song and just have like, um, dude, yeah, yeah, that's gonna with, happen with all, with all the different podcast names in them. Oh, yeah, you, you can do um, Champagne Supernova for draft champagne. Nice, I like that. Okay, we let's see. You got you got so many ideas, man. Yeah, the Buddy Holly idea. They're, they're everywhere. Oh, oh, I love oh. it. Save that up. Save that up. Okay, so baseball, baseball, baseball. Yes. Oh, that's right. Baseball, fantasy baseball. So you're, you're you're taking triple play. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually taking you. I'm 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 dead serious. All right. I'm gonna hype, I'm gonna hype you up. Not not this is about who's winning and stuff like that. But I think you're doing I think you're doing a, a great job, and I think you're building up a lot of steam in the podcast world, and you're having some great guests and. And your personality is amazing, so I think. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate that. I've, and I've been listening to a lot of yours, so I'm 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 with you um, in our bracket. Um, like, again, I, every every all those podcasts are great, but um, you got to pick one, and uh, nothing personal. But I'm I'm picking you. By the way, for, I know we're moving on, but comparison is the death of joy. Just remember that, everybody. Just remember that. You're right. It's all about it, fun. It, you're right. It's a, well said. Well said. Speaking of comparisons, and this transition makes no sense, CJ uh-huh. Cronin, CJ Cronin in, in Coors compared to CJ Cronin in Detroit. 
Uh, is he healthy? Is he healthy? Yeah. Is that knee ready to go? What do you mean? Well, he hurt his knee last year. That's why. He oh, was I, done. oh, I thought you said, "Is that knee ready to go?" I'm like, "What are you? What are we waiting his for?" His knee that he tore uh, his knee, which yeah, ruined his season. Okay. I think he's okay. I don't know. I really don't. I said this before, as a Detroit Tigers fan, the doctors on that staff would know best. They were the ones that were with him for as long as any other medical staff on another team would have been until he moved on. So if we didn't resign him and we, you know, we signed Renato Nunez and a bunch of crap, like Nomar Mazzara, I just feel like Crone would have been a better fit, but they must've said, Hey, I don't like what we're seeing with the medicals here. Or I'll give, give you this Zach. The other scenario would be financial that he wanted a little bit more money, but he signed a minor league deal, a minor league deal with the Rockies. So that tells me that's not what it was. It was probably medical. Maybe, maybe. I don't have the I don't have data in front of me that says, "Hey, I have the paperwork." I can't give you that. I, but just, I drafted him real people. early in the, in the recent draft. Really? What I kind of waited. I kind of waited on first base. I had Alec Baum, but he could go on any. But I needed a, another first or third base and a corner. And yes. um, we sort of got past pick two hundred. A lot of those guys around pick two hundred were gone. Um, so I took Chrome. His projections are around 23, 24 home runs with not full, nice. not a full plate, not a full um, slate of playing time. I think 110 games, but man, he could be really good there. I love it. I think it's a great choice. I have no beef with it, but I'm just concerned if he's going to be ready to go when the season starts. And he's got a lot of competition. It's also the Rockies, man. Why do we want to deal with that shit? Why? All right. Well, okay. It's all about perspective. CJ Crone or. No, 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 no. It's all about the Benjamins, remember? Oh, right. Sorry. So <laughs> trying to think of uh, uh oh, go ahead with your question. So I don't want to derail. Uh, it. Okay, so CJ Croner West Benjamin on the Rangers. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to think of a Benjamin. Um <laughs> CJ, no, see my, my question for you is CJ Crone or the triple eligible Ryan McMahon. Oh, that's a that's a good one. I will say it's a good one because I don't have a quick answer. I don't. Uh, I don't know either. I really don't like McMahon at all. I have not drafted him anywhere so far. Hmm, yeah, a lot, a lot of people are off him. The eligibility is helpful in DCs. He does have some upside. He does play in a good park, but yeah, it's a tough call at this point. Mm. I, I would definitely have said McMahon before Chrome signed. Uh, Do you have an answer for me? Uh, are you going to are you going to plead the fifth on this one? I will always give you an answer. I will never back down on any show from any query. If you're asking me today on February 20th, I will say Ryan McMahon. Okay. Fair enough. Not proud of it. I'm not proud of it at all. I have zero shares of him. You won't find him on any of my teams right now. So, I mean, the one full season he had, eh, it was like very average, but average would be fine. If I could have 24 home runs, have a guy bet 250. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that would be fine. So I think yeah, I'm gonna say McMahon has the edge. He's working on his mechanics. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. He was um, touted. You know, he was touted as a bigger deal. It just kind of like is stuck. And I don't I don't care about last year. I dismissed last year. So actually, I think uh, the more you're talking about this, I kind of maybe we'll look at McMahon some more. I'm gonna go back and do some more uh, digging on him. For the for a team that hates young players, they actually don't hate him that much. Right. They hate yeah, other people a lot more than him. He had a 10% walk rate in 2019 in 538 plate appearances. That's nice. 
pretty nice. I like that. The, the K rate was under 30, but still pretty high at 29, right yeah. at 30. I uh, don't love that, but he hits the ball hard and he's got a good plate discipline skills. I probably like him a little bit more in points in OBP leagues, but I'm interested. I'm interested a little bit, Mal. More than I was five minutes ago, Zach. You all sold right. me. Well, it's all about learning something. You learn something new every time you come on this podcast. Thank so you. You said, you said you have no shares of McMahon, but um, who do you have a lot of shares of? Who are you getting a lot this year? Oh, man. See, the thing is, I've been listening to you a lot. You know, I do listen to your show and I listen to you and I talk to you even beyond the show and no shit. got me thinking a lot about, yeah, it's true. I, <laughs> you got me thinking a lot about diversification and mm-hmm. not being stuck on too many players. I think I've done six drafts overall now, six drafts in the can. And I've tried to keep things varied, but I've had Hunter Dozier a lot. And, you oh, know, I- we talked about Hunter Dozier before on the uh, battle, of the podcast episode we had. So and you know, he you all like me that he's going to be playing third base, which yeah. was really wonderful news for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a great boon for you. Yes, it was. But uh, yeah, I, I, Dozier's just kind of been a guy I keep targeting and uh, I keep taking. And I don't see why you wouldn't want him on your team. I'm, I'm pro Hunter Dozier this year. Also, Adam Eaton is another guy that I've been gobbling up. Is that a pun that you did on purpose? I did not. Did I just make a pun? What's happening? <laughs> Eaten goblin. Hey! <laughs> you didn't even notice that. Hey! I wish it was intentional. It'd make me sound so much cooler, but uh, yeah. I can't lie. I'll never tell a lie. Unintentional puns. They're the worst. Unintentionalpuns.com. Sign up now <laughs> and get use my offer code goblin and get 20% off your first month. Amazing. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. You know, you don't have to you don't have to sell me again on that. Um, so players you got, you're getting a lot of Dozier, you're getting a lot of Eaton. What about players you just like are purposely avoiding? Like, um, like, is it Lamette, one of them? Like those type yes. of guys? No way in hell. No way in hell have Lamette anywhere. Don't worry about that. Fuck okay. me. I don't want to, why would I even take that risk? That elbow is cashed in. Now, maybe uh, people will laugh in my face when it's July and he's thrown, I don't know, 50, 60 innings already, but. Hey, I got a fun fact about Denelson Lamette. If you take the 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 name Denelson Lamette and you scramble up the letters, you can you can spell Snell dominates. Hey, that's a guy I like. They're on the same team, so what does that tell you? Tells you that Snell's going to dominate, not Lamette. So, have you been drafting a lot of Snell? Uh, yes, when I can. I don't have like him universally, but I've definitely drafted him a few times. I think I've seen you draft him. him. At least maybe maybe in the Battle of the Pods, you had him. I definitely did. Definitely did in the Battle of the Pods. But... Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. So who else are you avoiding? Well, you know, this gets tough because like you don't really want to say that you truly avoid anybody, but I've avoided a Jose Abreu. I got no shares of him. Neither do I. I don't like, I don't like guys that have... I don't like drafting guys the year after a monster season. Yeah, I hear you. Especially a guy like him who he did. I mean, he has been a consistent guy where he's at, but now he's elevated into like the elites of the elites. And that's where the price doesn't match the value in my opinion. So I'd rather, I'd rather just wait on a first baseman. Like take later. I believe Josh Bell. I would love to see how Josh Bell and Jose Abreu end the season together. Batting average, Abreu wins, but everything else, Josh Bell could win. You're right. You're right. And I, I, I agree. I, well, why I'm avoiding him is because he plays for a space, like you said, and he's not going to steal. He does get, he should give you a good average. I think he's going to be good, but I think what you can get, you can sort of um, 
I was talking to Mike Ferland. I don't know if he invented this term, but he said you can sort of Frankenstein. You can sort of Frankenstein. Have you heard of that term? Sure, I have. Piece, yeah, sort of piece together. I never heard that term before. He was he was telling me the other day. Uh, you can sort of piece together like a brew with pieces throughout the draft later. Whereas if you're talking about a starting pitcher, you can't you can't Frankenstein Garrett Cole or well you're not like or whoever you're gonna <laughs> take around there. Um, right. Call it, um, Snell. Matt Williams it. wrote an article last year that was like putting together the ultimate hitter, like a Frank, it was called Frankenstein something on oh. rotofanatic.com. Well, I got it. All right. Well, that Josh is... Bell is a guy I've definitely had a lot of shares of, by the way. I should have made that clear. I love Josh uh, Bell. You really missed a bone on that when you were talking about the players you had a lot of shares of. You can't go, yeah. there's no going back. Ah! <laughs> no! God damn it. Yeah, everything sucks. Turn everything off. Go to bed. All right, I'm right, done. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Wait, one uh, more, one more. A prospect. Oh, you have one more? Gary Sanchez. I have him on three of my teams. I drafted him three times. And you might think that's dumb, but I really believe it's not over for Gary Sanchez. I know the average could be suspect, but I don't think what we saw last year is what you're going to get this year. Gary Sanchez hits 235, 240. It's 35 home runs. I'm loving it. And I really believe that's... That's going to happen. And catcher sucks so bad. I think taking Will Smith and Gary Sanchez for two catcher leagues is a nice combo to have and can really bump you up above the rest of the competition. Well, then, I think you might be selling me on that. I, I, I think I want to get some more Sanchez. I have, a, I think I have one or two shares of him, but I, I wouldn't mind some more. I heard that uh, Aaron Boone was uh, talking about him and saying that he wasn't benched at the end of the year. It was more of a daily decision, and he's going to um, – be working on his mechanics and he might be. Better. And Higashioka is not going to be the main catcher for Cole anymore either. That's out. So we, oh, I didn't we can't rely on. Yeah. That was a first day of spring training that was announced. No more of, of that. And if the ball's getting deadened, if you believe the ball will be deadened, right. then Gary Sanchez is more valuable. Right. Definitely. Because he crushes the ball. Exactly. So this really is a debate about. To me, there's two debates going on right now that you could, you don't even have to mention players' names. You just have to talk about the two debates. Will there be a DH or no? And will the ball be deadened or not? These are the two key debates of the entire 2021 Major League Baseball season. You're right. Those are the two global debates. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about Jorge Alfaro, speaking of catchers? I love it. I have drafted him twice, two times. I'm in a tough spot right now in a draft, and I'm thinking about drafting him. I have one catcher. I have one catcher, and I have two outfielders so far. So I'm at that point where I need three more outfielders. I got one more catcher, and I'm debating. Who's your first catcher? um, James McCann. Oh. Oh, I think that's a nice combo, unless you want to take a shot on a guy busting out like Tyler Stevenson or uh, Max Stassi. I'm actually considering not another catcher in this spot. I'm actually considering Jared Klenick. What do you think? Oh. What do you think about Clinic? We're at pick two forty six, so we're he's lasted later than both. Well, he's lasted later than he normally has, but Alfaro, his ADP is two sixty eight. So I'd be reaching on Alfaro a little bit. Yeah. But um, I only have two outfielders. So my question is, do I want it? Do I want Kalenic, um as my third outfielder, and then I'll have to backfill with someone boring later before, like like a Jason Hayward or. Um, David Dahl? Well, not even, maybe even later than that. Like someone, oh, somebody, later. somebody around 400, like once I fill out my roster, if he's my third outfielder, I'll need to backfill with a Hayward or like, um, 
Hilliard or Cordero or someone that's that, um, or like a Jacoby Jones or a Tyler O'Neill, someone, something like that to just fill the gap until he's up. Um, Everybody's talking about Jacoby. Everybody's talking about Victor Reyes, by the way, and forgetting about Jacoby Jones. And I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do that necessarily. I've, I've kind of been reconsidering as a Tigers fan. I am reconsidering Jones. They don't forget Jacoby Jones. I know he gets hurt, but when he's healthy, he could provide you a nice roto balance, a, a nice little spread in a very, very valuable. Does he AD. steal bases? Yes, yes, he does. So I was drafting part a lot of his of repertoire Jones early on. Um, I don't know why I stopped. I just um, haven't been getting a lot of him lately, but he, I was looking at his stat cast. He hits the ball very hard and he also mm-hmm. hits home runs on a very low launch angle, which means um, <laughs> when, I, when I look at the home runs, I want to see like what sort of margin of error the, the, this hitter can have by hitting the ball and still hit a home run. So I look at, okay, how far is he going? Like Gary Sanchez hits bombs like 470 feet and how hard are they hitting it? How far they're hitting it? Oh, but also on what launch angle they're hitting at it. And CJ well, J- Jones is an example of that he hits home runs on a very low launch angle, which means that not everyone can hit a home run, like on a 20 degree launch angle, like a guy like Garrett Hampson, if he hits a 20 degree launch angle, fly ball line drive, it's not going to be a home run. Um, I don't think. Um, whereas guys like Jones and CJ Crone actually is another guy that hits the ball. Oh, really, our buddy. Yeah. Our buddy crony. Our crony hits the ball really hard and really much. Well, he hits some ropes that are like low, low home runs and the, like he has enough strength to get them out. So that's another th- That's the thing I like about Jones. Um, yeah. So, hey, he stole 13 out of 18 in 2018. That's not bad. Really? So that's, that's going to, I think since I already have a catcher, I think I'm going to, I'm going to need outfield a little bit more. I think I'm going to go with Kalenic. There's not too many outfielders that are good left. I'll take Kalenic. See, Kalenic is my third outfielder. I, I don't know if I feel comfortable with that. If he was my fourth or fifth, I'm interested. I just, see, that's, that's just, the problem. I just, I just chose him. No, that's great. I'm happy for you. And I really hope it works out. I'm, Gonna be rooting for it even more now because you drafted him, Zach. But I am—I've been paranoid, and I just don't know when. I know he's amazing. He's probably as good as it gets in terms of a hitting prospect. I'll take him over Wander Franco all day, but I just want to know when he'll be up. When is the time? I spoke to a beat writer, like as you alluded to. I speaking—I was speaking to the Seattle beat writer. He thinks maybe around June they're gonna play the service time games with him because they did last year. That's what he's saying, and he's not necessarily um, going to be correct. But he's saying around June. Um, but they might get—they might just wait for the the first deadline, which I don't know—I forget what it's called, but uh, which would potentially be like late or late April, early May. But I'm okay. thinking of Kalanick, If you miss three, four weeks of him, and you put that to you Frankenstein a Kalanick with like a Jacoby Jones. Yes. And clinic performs how you'd hope he performs or how you, how you're, how you're expecting him to perform. If you're perform if you're drafting him, then you've got yourself some value there. Well, let the games begin my friend, because the super two shenanigans and all that bullshit is always going to be a factor. And there's no empathy when it comes you to being a GM. <laughs> so speaking of, Kalenic as a prospect, what other prospect can you see um, coming up early and just blowing up things? Not like, let's take out Wander Franco, Kalenic, and Andrew Vaughn out of the equation. Take them off the board. You can go with your Detroit guy if you want to, Um, but he's not, he's in play, but besides those three, and we'll take off Gore too, like the the four big name prospects. Who's the guy you think Mm -hmm. you can surprise everyone and have a better season than he's being drafted 
Um, I see what you're doing to me. I see you, your moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Andrew Vaughn, does that oh, count? Didn't I just say that he, he's part of the big four? <laughs> you know, he does, he does not count. Okay. What, uh, what no Dylan it? Carlson, no Andrew Vaughn. Uh, Alex Karoloff, does that count? Yeah, yeah, that counts. I'll, I'll count it. Hey, great. Well, let me give you Alex Karoloff is a guy I'm really warming up to. I was dismissive of him most of the draft season until about three weeks ago. And I started reading stuff and listening to other people. And I was like, shit, yeah, this guy's a pretty good hitter. And they really did move on from Eddie Rosario specifically for him. So if the twins are doing that, then they must know something I don't. So I have now warmed up to him immensely, and I'm very much interested in drafting Mr. Karoloff this year when I get another opportunity to do so. Besides him, I will give you another one, and that would be my old pal, Matt Manning. I believe Matt Manning will get called up this year, and he will be ready to go. He won't be like what you saw last year with Mize and Scooble. You're going to see a guy who is ready to rock and is going to be quite impressive down the stretch. I like what I hear. I like what I hear. I saw a, a Zoom interview with him, and he said that he feels 100%. He's on track. He's doing his throwing program. And he had, they had people were a little bit worried because he had an injury scare last year, but not the case anymore. He is healthy. Woohoo! Well, I dig it. Let's party! All right. Want to play Russian Rotolette? I'm always ready to play games with you, Zach. Ooh, okay. Now, how you play this game is I'm going to give you six players and then another six players. And you can, you're, you're going to, all those players are going to be bullets and a gun. And you're going to get one at random. You tell me which set of bullets you want. <laughs> okay. You know, do you understand the game? Have I explained? Yeah, right, I tell you which set of bullets that I want. Yeah. So the first, I'll, I'll give you, if you don't understand after I give you the scenario, then I'll try to explain a little, a little bit better. So okay. Russian wrote a lot here. You're going to be taking the Arizona Diamondbacks starting pitchers, which include Zach Allen, Mad Bum, Weaver, Caleb Smith. Smith, and then whoever the other two starting potential starting pitchers there, Young or or um, Corbin Martin, just the or Arizona pitching staff, top six of them. So those are going to go into one gun. The other gun you're going to get you're going to get Drew Smiley, Brady Singer, John Means, Michael Pineda, Nathan Eovaldi, and Corey Kluber. They go in another gun. Which gun do you want to play Russian roulette with? You're only going to get one player from each gun. So the, the, the crux of this is the second gun, you got a lot of players going around pick 200 that you, that you can get. There's not a lot of risk there unless if you like those players. But in the first gun, you can get Zach Yellen if you're lucky. So are you going to roll the dice? Hmm. Well, the thing is, I kind of like Arizona's rotation. So you don't Speaking mind of guys like a, like a Weaver or um, a Caleb Smith or a Corbin Martin, like – you're like, oh, well, I I risked it for um, Galen, but I'm not too I'm not too sad about the the alternatives. Well, speaking of players that I've been targeting and have a lot of shares of, Caleb Smith is one of them. I've uh, drafted him many times. A little I bit find him to radar. be valuable. Yeah, three hundred plus. Usually, I get him around you know pick yeah. 300, 300 it's a Smart uh, pick. I, I have to admit, I don't have any of him, but I was looking at him and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, I should have got some of him. He hasn't pitched much inning. I mean, 30 innings is what he did last year, I think. And there's not a lot of innings pitched in the recent years, but that's not going to be a problem this year, in my opinion. I think that is something you could dismiss. But you mentioned a few pitchers that I really like, so I think I'm going to go with the gun with Brady Singer in it because if Ooh, I can okay. get Brady Singer, I'd be really happy. And also, Nathan Eovaldi has become like a really important 
piece of eye candy for me because he showed up on Ryan Bloomfield's Bloom Boards and he sold me on it. Okay, now you want to actually you want to follow through this with this? You want me, you want me to put them in a randomizer? Oh yeah, you'll have to Let's trust do me. It. You'll have to trust me on this. Okay, I'm going to put them in the ram- randomizer and I'm going to randomize right now. You have played Russian roulette and you have selected Brady Singer. Yes! Are you, are you happy? Yes, fuck yeah, I'm happy. I love Brady Singer. That's all right, all right. I've been targeting crazy. All right, well, you're happy. If you're happy, I'm happy. We're mentioning all these guys have been targeting now. I love Brady Singer this year. I think he's a bulldog on the mound, and he's a horse, and he's a stud, and he's hot, and he's sexy, and he's everything you want <laughs> in a fantasy baseball player. Just ask my good friend, a Roto fanatic, Paul Mamino at P Mamino Fantasy. He loves Brady Singer, and so do I. Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Another thing about Brady Singer is he looks really young which is also good. Well, he's younger. I think he's 24 years old, though. He's like ready to rock. It's not like he's 18. His face looks really young. Oh, he's sexy. That's what I mean. And like Mike Soroka. Mike Soroka looks very young, too. Oh, dude, I just thought of a perfect song for Mike Soroka. Holy shit. It just came to me. That's amazing. Thank you, Sarge. We should have. My Soroka. How does that go? Yeah, if you need any help with the lyrics, I'll help you out. Um, yeah, let's definitely let's we'll collaborate on that because that is fucking perfect. My Sharona is a perfect fit for Mike Soroka. Wow, it is. it's 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 like a match made in heaven. I love this shit. We should have we should have teased the the song to begin with. I'll I'll, I'll record something to start off with because we to get the, the song that you recorded for me. Yes, we're, it's we're, ready to go. Uh, when do good. we play it? Are we getting close? We're getting close. We're, we got we got um one one item left on the agenda. Then we're going to talk about the song and then maybe another song that we were having the works. The Weezer, the Weezer song after that. Ah, okay. All right, so this is a game. This is a game called um, Name That Player. Now, I'm going to give you the – the first two are going to be quotes that I'm going to give you, and the second one I'm actually going to play you a voice recording. So these first two quotes (laughs) – and you'll you'll have to tell me what player is talking, and they're all news. They're all news-related. So this is is the first one. You're going to have to tell me – it's a manager talking, and uh, you're going to have to tell me what player he's talking about. Okay. Are you ready? Let's get it on. All right. If you get three out of three, I will be very, very impressed because these are difficult, difficult questions. So I'm hitting you with hard ones. And there's, there's no prior knowledge that you weren't set up. So here no, I have, I have, I know nothing. You know nothing? Well, about this. Okay. All right. So here's a quote. It's from um, Madden, the, the manager of the Angels. Be careful. Be careful. That's all I'll have to say to you. You saw what he did at blank redacted. I have to take that part out. So you saw what he did at a position, which is the redacted part. I don't want to tell you what position it is and what he did in the batter's box. So that's our emphasis right now. Madden said Thursday morning before the Angels workout in Tampa, Arizona. We don't have any plans for him to pitch right now. Who is he? Well, see, this is a trick. I feel like this is a trick. So it's... It is a trick. Either, it would be the obvious choice, but I'm going to say it's Brandon Marsh. You're on the right track. It's Jared Walsh. Not Shohei Otani? No, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't Shohei Otani. That's a trick. So you it fucker. Was, it, it, yeah, it's it's Jared Walsh. He was a he's dual he's a dual position player. Oh wow! He was, he was I had no idea. Then he sustained an injury and he became a, he became a hitter and he did amazing and now he's a full time hitter. 
So that was oh. that was a trick. But Marsh Help me. Yeah, wow. Marsh is that was close though. Okay, round two. I feel by the way, I feel good about my answers because I feel like it was thoughtful yeah. and I really tried. So I can live with it. Okay. This one is number two. Redacted, the player's name, apostrophe S. Versatility has always been important to us, Rojas said. Rojas from the Mets. With him playing first and playing left, that's something we're looking to maintain. That's something that we're not so much, that's not, that's not so much on Pete Alonso's side right now, we can say. Pete is strictly seen uh, as a first baseman. As of today, we see blank playing more left field than he would at first base. That's the plan right now. Well, my gut here is telling me that it's Dominic Smith, but there might be a trick here. No, you're right. That's Dominic Smith. Yay! Right. They're, not, they're, not, they're not all tricks. Congratulations. You've now answered one of the two. I I don't know how you find the Mets are one of the biggest messes right now, Zach. They really it are. And it is. If you drafted Dominic Smith as high as he's been going, according to ADP, I think you've made a big mistake. I really do. Well, he, I'm in a draft right now in a draft champions uh, draft, $150 draft. And we got um, our fellow Mike Curland in it. Rob DiPietro is in this draft. John Fish, a lot of the usual suspects. I'm probably missing some names as well. He hmm. lasted, Dominic Smith lasted until pick 286, I think. Wow. Maybe even later. Curland finally caved in, in, and drafted him. But like, that was his, that, that's, that, he set the max on him for how many months of drafting? Anyways, yeah, that's say. much more realistic though. That's where I would be doing. That's what I, I was. That's... I was looking at him around there too, but I um, just didn't didn't end up fitting my team, despite the fact that like he fell so far. I think that's one of the things I've learned is just because a player's fallen so far doesn't mean that you you draft him because unless he's Kyle Lewis in the Battle of the Podcast League, right? And I, I actually I actually drafted Kyle Lewis in that league. I, no, I did no, asshole. No, no, in the league that I'm talking about. Asshole. Oh. Well, I'm the asshole now. Yes, call me an asshole. Sorry, no, I was, I was, I was ambiguous. I'm sorry. Uh, you drafted him in the uh, battle of the podcast. Like I drafted him in this, uh, in this league instead of Dominic Smith. Actually, I passed on Dominic Smith and I drafted Kyle Lewis. Cheers. Um, so this last one is your um, audio audio question. Now this is a player who's talking, and he's talking about a closer situation on the team that he's on. And this is this was news to me. Um, he, this player is getting drafted. And um, I'll just play it and let me know what you think. And we're going to transition anyway. I don't think having a set role uh, matters as much as it used to. I, I think it's more dependent on just getting big outs in big situations. And that could be, you know, any time of the game. Uh, I think that's kind of where the game is going uh, at the moment. So you just got to be ready. Um, and I think Mike did a great job of telling us, like, you might not have the eighth or ninth inning, but you know, it gets later in the game, you know, this part of the order comes up, be looking to get on the mound and get ready. And um, that's all you're really looking for is kind of a heads up and and we'll roll it out there in different combinations. Uh, but the main focus is just to get people out. All right. That was a clip. So that's obviously a relief pitcher talking. Obviously. And he's talking about um, the bullpen rolls. Who do you think it is? Well, the answer to your query is, it's kind of obvious. It might not be fair because there's only so many managers named Mike. So that's the first giveaway. Mm. That was the first clue. Okay. Uh, that's both part Mike, of using clues. Mike Matheny mm-hmm. of the Royals. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's 
Mike, uh, Mike Schild, Schild of the Cardinals. I think his name's Mike, I believe. Um, yeah, I think that's, I, 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 don't, I think, I think you're right. So what, okay. So you're, I, you're definitely, so, you're definitely on the right track. Yeah. So I'm going to just, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like it doesn't matter what roles are. Oh boy, that could be tough. It could, if the Cardinals and the Royals both have bullpens that are very messy, <laughs> there's a lot of guys in both of those pens. I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say it's somebody on the Royals. Uh, let's see who's there: Wade Davis, Greg Holland, Josh Stomont. This sounds like an older guy, though. I, I, I'm gonna say. Uh, Jesse Hahn, it could be. Hell, I don't know what Jesse sounds like. I'm going to say it's Wade Davis. He was right there. He was talking during that clip at, at a point, but you were very much on the right track. It's the other guy, though. Greg it's Greg Holland. Greg Holland. Ah, Bob Saget. You were very, <laughs> you're very, very close on two of those, and you got one. You were one for three, and I told you those were difficult questions. They were hard questions. So congratulations on one correct out of three, and you had two very – very well thought out guesses or educated guesses on the other two. I, I oh, thought you were going to say Greg Holland. You said an older guy. You you had the logic. You, you it was a wait. Smart, Davis is old. Yeah, they're both old. But you, but you had the logic down. It was just a. It was a, honestly a coin flip, right? It was. Yes, I can live with it. Okay, so everyone's been waiting to hear this song. The song, <laughs> our the Draft Champions podcast theme song. Now. Do you want to do you want to prep everyone for what we're going to hear? What 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 well, what, what went into it? This is uh this is one that uh, is intense. Uh, I got to tell you, this is a song that Zach wrote, so he's the writer. The composition is his. Uh, the musical effort is me, and it's a full song, a complete song. Zach wanted a full on reimagining of the one and only Ozzy Osbourne's. And this was a song that I actually wasn't as familiar with, but now it's very much a part of who I am now. I, I can't get it out of my head forever because you got to get to know a song if you're going to do any justice to it. So uh, that's what this, here it is. This is a song that's known as Dreamer by Ozzy Osbourne, but Zach has rewritten it. And this one is called I'm a Streamer or just Streamer. I don't know. What do we want to title it? I guess I don't know if they, I don't know if the original is titled Dreamer or I'm a Dreamer. It's called, I think it's Dreamer. It, let's call it Streamer. Streamer. Okay. Well, we'll call it Streamer. Let's call it Streamer. You ready for this? I'm. I've been ready my whole life for this. Alrighty. Well, hopefully you can hear it on this end. Here we go. I'm as mad as hell. Nope, that's the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> let's try the other button. Sorry. Is that coming through? Yes, it is. Loud and clear, Chris. Sorry, that's oh, someone's on the clock. <laughs> it's very compression. Here we go. Enjoy, folks. Gazing through my roster, such huge upside. Wondering if the Nelson the Met will survive. Hoping that I can start Max Scherzer this time. After all, there is two starts for us. And here we are still fapping for our lives. Watching all of history repeat itself time after time. 
Here it comes. I'm just a streamer. I stream my fab away. I'm just a streamer who streams the Robbie Rays. I watch Sack go down to Columbus. I'm seeing that mice just got reassigned. I embrace for those who will outbid us this time. I'm just a streamer. I stream my fab man that was amazing i thank you you are a genius because i hey i cannot carry a tune but well it took two to tango my friend you wrote the lyrics i just put it into musical 
you know, composition. So we are a good team, man. That was fun. That was amazing. You know, can can I use that for my theme? Of course, dude. It's yours. It's my gift to you. I mean, it's our gift together. It's you wrote the fucking song. So I owe you. I owe you. I got, I got more where that came from. I was telling you, I got, um, we got Weezer. We got Weezer. I like the uh, initial lyrics you sent me. Very, very promising. Makes total sense. Fits right in. I like the, I like the idea. I'm very buddy, happy to buddy, continue. Buddy Holly, you want to give everyone a little tease of maybe we might, we won't, we won't say for sure working on this, but we're, we're just, we're sort of bouncing the idea off each other here. So my, tell them, can you sing that? Can you sing that like chorus? That's like the idea that I had. <laughs> I can't sing at all. Well, I beg to differ. I've heard that you are one of the most sweetest. You're like Will Ferrell in Step Brothers. Like people start to cry the moment you start singing is what I've been told. But, you know, everybody's opinion is different. But let me give you a little teaser. So here we go. We, I just drafted Tyler Molly. Oh, oh, right after Dylan Moore. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, we can work around that for sure. Because I think that's perfect, man. Because those are two guys that I'm always drafting. I don't know. You drafted with me a lot. That's like, that should be, that should be draft champions theme song. Even though I can't, I can't because that song, the, the dreamer song is so good, but like that song is so relevant to the players that I'm actually drafting Dylan Moore and Tyler Molly. Um, that it's just, um, it just fits so well. Well, the first song will never be. The first song is just the beginning. I mean, it's cool. It's great. I love the Dreamer. The Streamer song worked out fabulously. And it's the first full song I've actually done. All the other songs so far, just I just do like choruses or like intros. But that's Honestly, a it, it's song. incredible because a lot of like, everyone's going to love that song. You think you did a great job. Um, I did an amazing job with the lyrics, too. Like, don't, of, I don't yeah, know, they were I, perfect. I, I don't want to change wanna, a single lyric. I did not change a single yeah, lyric. I, you, I thought you said you were going to toy around with it, but you didn't change anything. I liked uh, you oh, because it was perfect. You got the John Gray away from home. Like that, that was clear. I like that. I like that. That was, I think that's clear to everyone. You can only stream John Gray out of cores. So I think that was a little <laughs> clever, a little passion. You, you, you executed it perfectly. I think this is going to, this is going to get a lot of um, buzz around the fantasy baseball community. It's been a tough day for the fantasy baseball community. I think maybe we should uh, give them a little bit of joy today and uh, play this a tough game. day for the fantasy baseball community. Well, with, um, I don't know. I think everyone was talking about the, the money versus the not money thing. People were getting, uh, yeah, whatever. See the, the, the key there is don't ever get caught up in bullshit and just live your life and enjoy it. If you could just do that, it's real simple. I swear. Yeah. I, I did not make a comment publicly about it. So I, I did a good job until now. Good So Actually, those conversations and what you just described are great if we could have them in this dynamic where you and I are talking together. Uh, but on Twitter, you're never going to, you're just never going to come to any understandings on Twitter. It's the worst place. Twitter is great for the fantasy baseball community. I've met a lot of great people, including yourself, basically through Twitter. It can be what you want it to be, but Twitter is not going to be a place where you can harness ideas and let them flourish so that you get a complete understanding of what one person is trying to tell you from the other side. That's just not going to happen. So well said. That, that's yeah. It's quit. Twitter is where context goes to die. Exactly, dude. I, yeah. I just don't do the, I don't play those games. I I've learned that from the past and I've watched other people make incredible mistakes and I'm just not going to be one of those people. I have opinions, but, uh, I'm not, if you want to have a conversation with me, you know, let's do a podcast or give me a call. Let's, exchange emails where at least we could write a couple paragraphs. I mean, you're not going to resolve any major issues in 240 characters. This is not going to happen. Or whatever the fuck it is, 280. You're a wise man, like I said, and a very talented man with uh, that song. I really loved it. It was like an idea coming to life. It was very, 
Machi saw me smiling and clapping during the whole thing. I wanted I'm, to I'm so, yeah, I'm glad you like it. I don't give a shit what the community thinks about it. I just want to make sure that you're happy with it. And that's what matters to me most because I think a lot, I think a lot of people that play like, you know, in the leagues that we play in will love it because I think a lot of people probably identify with that song. Glad we did it, man. And I can't wait to do some more. Yeah. We'll do some buddy Holly. Who knows what we'll get going next. I'm very excited. Very excited. Well, I, this is I, I, two I mean, pods now that I have an intro song for you include the TGFBI that Daniel's doing now with the Joe Bean Esposito. You're the best around. And now this one, I'm very grateful that I get these opportunities. So thank you. And I, I'm, I'm very indebted to you and anything you need. Um, because of this, I feel like I need to repay you somehow, but I know you don't, you don't, uh, you won't ask for that, but um, I will in some way or form later in, in our friendship. Are you going to buy those Jays tickets? Remember? I, I do that anyways. <laughs> I would do that anyways. If, you, if you're in Toronto, that's the least I can do. That's just, that's a separate that's a separate and distinct transaction. Well, that's what any good Canadian would do. I agree. Exactly. And it's Canadian dollars anyway, so it's not that expensive. Well, I know you have a you have a live stream to get to now. Yes, I do. I got a. They're uh, starting to starting to get the ball rolling over there with Derek Rhodes. He loves his best ball. Does anyone love best ball more than Derek Rhodes? Um, Brian Seymour, maybe. That's the only other guy I can think of. Maybe. Yeah, that's maybe. a maybe. Maybe. That's maybe. It is a maybe. Well, I'll let you go. You're 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 going from one place to another. You are you are a busy man, and you are um, a good a good man. Michael M M J Goldbeer on Twitter. That's me. That's right. The Palazzo Podcast or Palazzo Podcast. What hey, it's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Yeah, check it out if you've never heard it. For some reason, you're hearing the show and you've never heard me or the pod. We would love for you guys to give us an opportunity. We're available on all standard platforms. And of course, we're part of the Road of Fanatic Podcast Network, which is a great website for stuff about fantasy baseball. Amazing. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you for the song. You are amazing. And have an excellent night. I love you. Love you too, Zach. Thanks, man. All right. Take it easy, man.